This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. We are back, silver and black today. Mo Moten, Scott Branson with you. We are talking Raiders football. Thanks for being with us. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, what the heck is wrong with you? Make sure you do that wherever you get your podcast. Just search silver and black today and you can do that. Subscribe, but then also turn on the auto download. That time, uh, that way, any anytime we do a show, you're going to get it pushed right to your device. Most likely your phone where most people listen to us, and especially if you're on an Apple iPhone, that tends to be our listener. Hey, go figure. Uh, but you can get it on any device wherever you get it, and uh, we would appreciate that. If you're watching us on YouTube, hello. We appreciate seeing you guys again. Thanks for the chat, as always, lively. And we do appreciate your subscription. And if you hit the notifications bell as well. All right, Mo, we have uh, coming up on Thursday, the Raiders schedule is going to be released uh, if you guys remember, home games against the Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, of course, the Packers, the Vikings, Patriots, Giants, Jets, and Steelers. So we look at that, Mo, we see um, we will see Aaron Rodgers and the Jets in Vegas. We will see the Patriots. We will see, of course, the Packers and Jordan Love, uh, who didn't get his option exercise, correct? Um, yeah, today? extension, though. He got an extension instead. That's right. And then, of course, the Chiefs and the Broncos and the Chargers in division away. They play, of course, the three AFC West teams. They also play the Bills. Our good friend Evan Grote, though, is mm-hmm. is very upset because they're probably, and I think they are, playing the Bills in London. Yes, the Raiders supposedly headed to London yet again uh, over the pond to go see. Maybe Mo and I will go to that one. What do you think, Mo? We should go over there? Get your chips for me. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Do that. We had fun last time. You can see if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see the poster behind me is from our, our show that we did over there. Uh, the Bears in Chicago, the Detroit Lions in Detroit, Indianapolis Colts and Miami Dolphins. Mo, let's talk about this is no easy schedule. This is a pretty difficult schedule. If you look at a lot of these teams, playoff teams and teams that might not have been playoff teams, but up and coming teams who've made improvements. When you look at this one, I mean, we're not doing predictions and all that crazy stuff because we're not there yet. But when you look at the schedule and we don't know exactly the dates on these things yet, for example, do they stick them in Pittsburgh again in the winter? Probably. Uh, And the same with, uh, or excuse me, that one's in Vegas. Uh, But when you look at all the other games, Chicago in the winter, Buffalo is going to be in London, so they escape that one. So the away games, not so much with the weather, but you look at the time of the season and what the buys will be, all that stuff coming up, we'll have answers for it on Thursday. As far as weather games, I'm looking at possibly Denver late in the year, Kansas City <clears throat> late in the year, maybe. The Bears, that could the be Bears. a late that that could be a, a cold weather game. Yeah. As you said, if it's true that the Rays are playing the Bills in London, then that won't be a factor there. But what I glean from this is that they're they're gonna play one of the toughest divisions in, in football, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I I had an article on Bleacher Report last week, and I rate I ranked each division based on worst to best. And I have the AFC East as the second best division behind the AFC North. Now they do play the Steelers, two third place teams. That's how it goes with the schedule. Third place teams play other third place teams and so on and so forth. But 
playing the AFC East is going to be tough. You yeah. mentioned it. Aaron Rodgers now with the Jets. The Dolphins were a playoff team last year. We all know about the Bills. Don't sleep on the Patriots. I know people want to say the Patriots are trash, they're garbage. Nope. Listen, Bill O'Brien, when he he was once the offensive coordinator for the Patriots, that he had that offense humming. When he was in Houston, even before Deshaun Watson got there, he made a lot out of nothing. DeAndre Hopkins was catching passes from a guy named TJ Yates, who a lot of you probably don't even remember. So <laughs> before you throw the Patriots out as the worst team at division and not a factor, consider that Bill O'Brien is now there and that offense is going to be a lot better. So the Raiders playing the AFC East, tough, tough division to play. They also play the NFC North, which I think is kind of a mixed bag. So I think the Vikings are going to come down a bit. They were 11-0 and in one-score games in the regular season last year. That's not going to happen this year again. And the Packers, as you mentioned, are moving on with Jordan Love. There are going to be some growing pains there. But I do think the Lions are going to be a team to watch. And I do think the Chicago Bears are going to be much improved from last year with Justin Fields. So, yeah. as you said, tough schedule even outside of their division in the AFC West. I do. And if you look at home, the fact – well, again, if you look at home, the games that they have at home, uh, a, a bunch of the difficult ones, including the Giants, they're, they're, they're at least at home. So you, you have that advantage. But the road games, yeah, I mean, Detroit, Indianapolis, depending what happens with them, um, with that tight end playing quarterback. Um, and <laughs> oh, my God. I got it in. Yay. You like it, don't you? Um, but anyway, yeah, so so a, a really tough schedule for this Raiders team. And, and it's it just handed up that way. It wasn't, I think, any nefarious. I know Raider fans will quickly go to the NFL trying to screw the Raiders. But but the way the matchups work, like you said, with the third place teams and then the rotating schedule with who you're playing divisionally, uh, that's how it wound out. But it's going to be fun to see what dates these are. And I know Raider Nation out there are excited because this is when they start as soon as they get that schedule, they can book their flights, they can book their rooms, they can do all that stuff uh, and get ready for a great year because Raider Nation goes everywhere. And I'm sure just like my friend Just Win Wendy, who was one of, was with us. Over in London when we were there the last time when they beat the Bears, I'm sure she'll be going over there too. So there'll be a big contingent of folks uh, going over the UK. And of course, Mo, you know, there's a huge UK Raiders fan club. We met there. We went to a party there with uh, a bunch of folks, and it was it was a blast. They're a big group in London. Oh, you know, Raider Nation's everywhere, no matter where you go. Uh, you're <laughs> oh, yeah. going to have a big group of people that are just rabid fans. But two things I want to point out. Number one, I hope Anthony Richardson lights it up. Aside from that Raider game, aside from when the Colts played the Raiders, oh. I hope Anthony Richardson lights it up. I, I hope he proves a lot of naysayers like you wrong. I so I uh, hope so too. I never <laughs> I never root against anybody. I just no, don't I think know. he will. But I do hope. Yeah, if he does, great. And and the Colts and their crazy owner. I mean, they need a quarterback. So so you you don't want to see a kid fail. I mean, he's a kid. He's got all the promise in the world. So so you hope he can succeed. But We'll see how it all ends up. Mo, the other thing is rookie minicab coming up this weekend already. So we get to see some of these guys go into the rookie minicab, which is really just a, hey, come on in, get to know the place, get to know the facility. It's really nothing from a football perspective. Um, but the rookie minicab, just to me, it's kind of you have this slew of activity. You're going to have this. You're going to have some OTAs uh, for three different times or two in May and a couple in June. And then the league shuts down basically, right, until until camp starts uh, in in July, August. And so, so now um, this is going to be Raider Nation's first opportunity to see these guys kind of get to, together to see all the veterans mix it up a little bit with the rookies in the facility. So at least you'll have some eye candy to watch. 
Yeah, and that's how I... I'm glad you said eye candy, because that's how I identify it. I mean, you're going to hear this, hear this a million times, but we'll know who who's ready to play and who's ready, ready to bang when the pads come on. <laughs> exactly. In, in, in July, August. Right now, guys are running around in their shorts and their T-shirts. Yeah, and you're going to see a bunch of reports. Oh, this guy looks fast. This guy can catch the ball. And it's like, yeah, because... <laughs> They're playing in, in not even their gear, and no one's trying to get hurt or anything. No one's right. tackling. So, of course, guys are going to look good. Guys are going to look fast. Guys are going to be able to catch the football. Like These things are – I see it every year, and it I, I don't want to say it annoys me, but I get that there's not a lot of content out there, so you got to put something out there, and observations are great. Don't get me wrong. The reporters out there who provide the content, awesome job they do. Yes. But let's not eat this up as – Oh man, this guy's gonna be an all pro because he can catch in wide open space and run fast. It's just <laughs> it just doesn't work like that. Not only that, but I'm telling you, you know who the star of rookie minicamp will be, don't you? Michael Mayer. No, he will be one of them. But you know who's gonna be? Oh my gosh, this is unbelievable! It's gonna be Trey, Trey Tucker. Tucker. Trey, Trey Tucker. Tucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Guys, I will. I we will have David cut this clip. Our producer David Stepanian. Yes. We will cut this clip and we will run it next week because mark my words, that's what we're going to see. We're going to see yeah. Trey Tucker. Oh, my gosh. He's so fast. Visions of Tyreek Hill. Oh, oh, right. You're right. Okay, so Scott. We're going to get that. I'm telling you, I'm calling it right now. You're absolutely right, Scott. So we will play this. This And if I'm wrong, then I'll eat my words, but I don't think I will be. So let's, uh, but let's remember who was the star of training camp a, few, a couple of years ago. Brian, Brian Edwards was supposed Brian to be T.O. slash Randy Moss. Shout out to our guy Levi, Levi Edwards. Does a great job. Yes. We're not making fun of him. But a lot no. of people would say, oh, Brian Edwards is going to be this and this and that. And he was the guy at, at these yeah. offseason workouts. And yeah. got to the season, he was super inconsistent. Now, he did have some bright moments. Yeah, but he was just super inconsistent. That's why the Raiders traded him to Atlanta, where he didn't catch on. By the way, now Brian Edwards is with with the Saints. They signed him because he has that connection with Derek Carr. They can use him there. But all we're saying is that be excited for these rookies. Definitely be excited <laughs> because there is some action going on. But you know, let's let's put everything in perspective. These guys aren't hitting. No one's tackling mm -hmm. anyone. They're not going 100% full, and, full throttle. And they're not playing the defense or the offensive playbook. They, you know, they're, they're right. just running around. Right. And remember, I mean, and I'm, I'm not going to name names because I'm wrong all the time too, yeah. but there were a couple writers who told us, don't, you know, sh don't underestimate, underestimate Tanner Muse. This guy can play. This guy can play. Okay. So there you go. Now, he is still yeah. in the NFL, so I'll give him that. He's with Seattle. Or at least he was. I don't know if he is still, but anyway, uh, that's how it all works out. And uh, but but then Mo, then you have OTAs. Same thing with OTAs, especially now. That's the thing to understand with the NFL in the last ten years. There's no contact. They can't make contact like they used to. And to, to Mo, Mo's point about until you get to regular camp when you put the pads on, the only thing they're doing really is relationship development, right? They're going out there when you have the veterans that show up for camp. They're going out there. I know a lot of Raider fans are going to want, will Josh Jacobs show up? Yes, he'll show up. Uh, I don't see Josh Jacobs doing anything that's going to jeopardize um, him playing football, even though he wants a new contract, and who knows if that'll still happen. But OTAs will be the last time uh, fans will be able to see the team a little bit before we head into that do the doldrums of the summer. And um, there's really no drama there. I think we, the drama only comes around, I think, June 1st with Hunter Renfro, maybe a couple other players, but that's it. Yeah, two things. And and 
one thing to I, I want to say this really quick clear that we're not saying that OTAs are meaningless because the one thing I do hmm. like to see at OTAs or read their reporters observations with is who lines up where because sometimes you get an idea of where a guy's gonna play so I know there were there were kind of whispers about will Dylan Parra move to center right. now Andre James is still there so that probably is gonna happen but I'm interested to see where Dylan Parham lines up. Is he going to be on the left side? Is he going to be on the right side? Um, you, want, you don't want to pay too much attention to who's with the stars, the first unit, the second unit, because that can always change. That's usually fluid. But, you know, is, is Chris Smith going to be, you know, the safety next to Trayvon Merrick? Or is it going to be Marcus Epps? You know, is Corian Bennett going to get an early look at being with the first unit or not? Who's going to line up opposite Nate Hobbs? Where will Nate Hobbs line up primarily, in the slot or on the outside? So, Position-wise, you want to pay attention to that because it can give you a clue as to where guys are going to line up come the regular season. And then who are they going to pull off of St. Rose Parkway to play linebackers? If you're familiar with the Raiders headquarters, is right off St. Rose Parkway. Uh, it's pulling guys in there, too. I mean, they're going to need guys just to walk in there just to take spots during drills. I mean, that's how bad it could be. But we'll see how it all goes down. But OTA is coming up in May. A couple, they have the 22nd through 23rd, and I think then the 25th. And then a couple other dates um, before you get into June and July. So, so there you go. But at least they'll get to see these guys in some silver and black, which is always fun. You get some picture days done and all that jazz. Some interviews. Obviously, the folks on the ground uh, that cover the team will get some of those. Those are always interesting. And then the the UDFA's man, the, the undrafted free agents. Uh, you start to see those stories come out pretty soon too, as those guys get into camp and really more so around OTAs and and some of the drills that they do there. So it's all good. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk more about the Raiders. We're going to talk more about a former Raider who had a big day this past week as far as his legal standing. That's Henry Ruggs. We'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to Mo and Scott. This is Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Stay right where you are.